Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Joshua Cahan, and today we'll be studying Masechet Shabbat, page 113, Daf Yud Gimel. Today's daf takes us out of the realm of defining melachot, forbidden labors, and into the more nebulous realm of protecting the spirit of Shabbat. Much of the Gemara's discussion of how we should create the spirit here and elsewhere draws on a verse from Isaiah, Isaiah 58.13. So it's worth taking a moment to consider the verse. It reads, Im tashiv mi Shabbat raglecha, asot chavatzecha biyom kochi, if you restrain your foot for Shabbat from pursuing your business on my holy day, and call Shabbat a delight, a holy day of the Lord, and honor it, not pursuing your own concerns, nor pursuing your own business, nor speaking of vain matters. The verse has a careful structure. The key thing we should focus on is the center, while the things we must avoid in order to achieve this bracket it on both sides. This is the positive vision of Shabbat. Its purpose is to create an experience filled with a delight that brings honor to God and brings us close to God. We do this by focusing on our connection to God and pushing aside our personal concerns. We don't travel, do business, run errands, or even speak of ungodly things. Above all, the rabbis take two crucial ideas from this verse. One is that Shabbat must feel different. It has to be palpable that this day has a different character, exudes an aura of holiness that sets it apart from other other times. This difference has to be cultivated. It has to be created by a set of concrete behaviors that establish this distinction, and it must be reflected in all aspects of our experience of the day. The other is that Shabbat is higher than the other days, more holy, and thus the pinnacle of the week. The other days should lead up to Shabbat. Shabbat does not lead into the weekdays. Our daf introduces both of these components to creating the spirit of Shabbat. We learn from different phrases in our verse that we should have special clothes for Shabbat, that we should have a different way of walking on Shabbat, and a different way of talking on Shabbat. We should put away our own concerns and focus on the concerns of God. The experience of difference comes not from avoiding certain labors, but requires a more basic alteration in how we carry ourselves. It demands that we be far more aware of ourselves than we normally are, to make conscious decisions about how we will walk, talk, and dress. It forces us to be deeply aware of the impact we have on our surroundings, on the people around us, and on the world around us. One does not just encounter sacred time. One creates sacred time. This distinction is meant to accentuate the idea that Shabbat must be holier. 
The Mishnah tells us that one may fold garments and make beds on Shabbat if they are to be used again on Shabbat, but not if they are not needed until Sunday. The Gemara adds that if you have other sets of clothing, clothing available, you really shouldn't fold any clothes at all on Shabbat, since you don't need to reuse them. There are two ideas here. First, beyond the question of actions that are, specific, that are forbidden, one should generally minimize any kind of work on Shabbat, folding clothes, washing dishes, putting things away, in order to keep one's focus on the rest and enjoyment of Shabbat. Rest that puts us in touch with God's presence has to be active rest, in the way that real meditation demands that we actively set aside outside stimuli and clear our minds. Which gets us to the second idea. Shabbat rest is supposed to be an end in itself, an experience of spiritual connection and self-awareness. To truly get it, we need to push away the image of Shabbat as a chance to recharge our batteries to be ready for the next week. The week needs to be filled with activity in order to enable us to have a Shabbat that is full of oneg, of delight. The rabbis were concerned that we work hard on Friday preparing so that everything can be perfect and in place when the Sabbath queen enters. Think of one of the rabbi's favorite metaphors specifically for Friday night, that of a wedding. Planning a wedding takes enormous amounts of attention to detail. The ideal, of which most couples fall short to a greater or lesser degree, is that everything should be in place before the day itself, so that the bride and groom can release all of the stresses, forget about the details, and just immerse themselves in this exhilarating and transformative moment. It's all so that they can be fully present in this transitional moment of becoming married. It would never occur to them to take it easy on the dancing so they could be ready to go to work Monday morning. The weekdays are our preparation, and Shabbat is our wedding day. It is our day to deepen our self-awareness, a day to measure our lives against our ideals and ask how we can bring them closer. It's a day to be fully present for the people in our lives and focus on deepening relationships. It may be, in fact, a time that can force us to give our attention to things that we really do believe are the most important things in life, but which inevitably get pushed to the side in the face of our frenetic schedules. The forbidden labors, in the end, are just a frame. They create the conditions. It is when we use Shabbat to focus on the holiness in our own lives, that we truly create a sacred time. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.